Stacy and Devin. The internet tells us that we're a health and wellness podcast, but you won't find any professional advice here. <laughs> That's right. We are just here to share our journeys so that hopefully our failures make you feel better about yours. Uh, Devin, is there a category for just relatable podcasts? I don't know. Probably. Let's be that. <laughs> Sounds good. Yay! Okay, so before we talk about anything else, I have to talk about my binder. <laughs> okay, okay, sure. <laughs> so, Wait, is this in, do you want this in podcast or not in podcast? Yes, yes, so this is good. This is in the podcast. Oh, this you guys say hi, Stacy. Oh, hi, Stacy. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was going to go straight into it. Hi, Stacy. <laughs> hey, Devin. Okay, now that's the official beginning of the podcast, you know. Oh, it's so always hi, Stacy. Hi, Devin. I see, I see. I was going to yeah, try to yeah. mix it up a bit, like, you know. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, I'm sorry. I ruined it. <laughs> not ruin it binder okay yes so i have um i bought oh and i have to i should link to them because they are a cool awesome uh people whose name i always forget so that's why i should look them up real fast uh yeah and i'm pretty i love anything office supply related like i'm I'm oh it's not office supply it's not what i mean by binder oh (laughs) was it another kind of binder yes oh is yeah. this sex related? I'm sorry. No, well, kind of. It's um it is a <laughs> It's a binder for my boobs. So Oh <laughs> <laughs> Not you cannot find this at Staples. You cannot find this at Staples. <laughs> I was very excited. I thought I was gonna get like a new trapper keeper. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh okay this makes me very happy all right <laughs> I, in this particular case of what i am talking about <laughs> a, a binder is an undergarment that you wear that basically like makes it look like you have no boobs <laughs> oh. okay i'm with you now got okay. it um, even though I could put a tracker, trapper keeper up there, we can see what happens. Yeah, sure. Why not? You know, I mean, I don't think their cells are up anymore, so maybe they could branch out into other kind of binders. Right, exactly. Trapper keeper, get on this. We need you to yeah. create a binder. We need to write them a letter. A boob binder, please. Yeah. And it's going to have, like, Lisa Frank on it or whatever. Oh, you know, like shit, the... man. That would be so, that would be so <laughs> awesome. I would totally wear a Lisa <laughs> Frank binder. <laughs> oh, God. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> um, it's by a company called uh, GC2B. Um, and uh, they create binders. That's basically what they're in the business for. Um, and so it's a chest binder and it is purple because I love purple and Mm -hmm, it mm -hmm. is like, um, it's just a half binder. So it just like covers the top part of my chest. Um, and cause I have a like tank binder that I got from like Amazon or whatever to do to drag stuff with. Um, Mm -hmm. but it like, it's like wearing a fucking corset. It's like, it sucks. Uh. I can't breathe in it. Um, so I kept, I followed these people on Instagram. I don't remember why now. And I kept seeing all these really awesome pictures of people looking really hot in binders. And I was like, I want a hot binder. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) 
So I was like, I'm going to get me a hot binder. Um, and, uh, and so now I have a hot binder and it makes me very nice. happy when I wear it and it's very comfy. Um, and yeah, that's, I just wanted to pimp GC to be. Okay. <laughs> is it kind of tight? Like a sport? Like, does it just feel like you're wearing a sports bra? Or is it kind of tighter or does it's it tighter. distribute them differently? Yeah. It, well, both. So it's tighter and it does distribute them a little bit differently. So it's like, mm-hmm. instead of you know, like keeping them in place, it just kind of squishes them in. Yeah. Um, kind of, yeah. Yeah. And there's like a, uh, like the front part is thicker than the back because the back is like a mesh sort of stretchy and the front part oh, okay. is like a very like solid, you know, I like, what, what's the word I'm looking for? Material doesn't move. It doesn't have much yeah. give. Um, oh, okay. So it's designed in like a perfect way because that part, obviously you don't want to give because you're trying to like squish all that down. Um, yeah. but the back, you want to be able to like breathe and move. And, mm-hmm. um, and so it's really, it's just, it's pretty brilliant, the design. And, um, and because it's half, then I don't feel like I am not able to breathe. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> my, my diaphragm is not being like pushed in. Uh, so it does like, I accidentally wore it for too long. You're only supposed to wear them for like, I want to say six hours. It probably says on oh, the wow. FAQ. Yeah, like, you gotta be careful, because you can hurt yourself. Um, and uh, I accidentally... Well, I wore it to work on purpose, but... but yeah, so, that's what I was gonna say. You couldn't even wear it to work if you can't wear it for more than six hours. Right. Well, let me see what the hours are. I'm sure it'll tell me here in a minute. Um, but, like, uh, I forget the exact hours, but, like, you don't want to wear them too long. And so yeah, yeah. I... Um, I... Put them up, put mine on thinking, well, I'm just going to work half a day. So I'm only going to wear it for like, you know, four or five hours. Then I ended up staying at work longer and running all these errands. And then I had to like run back and do other things. And so I ended up wearing it for like 10 hours. And by the end of the day, I was a little uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. Um, so there's that, you know, you don't want to do that very often just for yeah. the record. Um, but other than that, it is awesome. So I highly, I highly recommend for anybody who's in the, uh, <laughs> for anyone who may be listening, who'd be into having a binder. That's a good place to go to get one. Yeah. All right. So GC2B. There you go. Uh-huh. Very cool. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Um, this week flew by for some reason, you know, some weeks are fast, some weeks are slow. So this one flew by and... Um, I, we, <laughs> so I want to get more plants in the house because I think oh, it looks nice. Inside, inside plants? Indoor plants? Yeah, inside plants. Yeah. Can you keep them alive? Well, I think they're going to be fake. <laughs> <laughs> they're just, Those I just want them for plants? decorative. <laughs> yeah, no. Now, I had real plants at when I was in the office and kept them alive, but I think that's more because, you know, at work, you're looking for other things to do than work, and so I'd be like, oh, let me water my plants. You this know. is a great opportunity to water these goddamn plants. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But at home, I'm like, plants? Who has plants? Oh, I have plants. <laughs> right, right. Um, so, yes. So, anyway, this all came about because... So we have this kind of weird living room in that um, the window is kind of off-centered. And then also we have this really nice, at least I think it's nice. I don't know that everyone would love it. But this really nice, intricate woodwork in the floor as a design. And so you wouldn't want to cover that up. So we're like, we're working in this space that's kind of a little awkward to begin with. And then also it's got this 
uh, stuff in the floor that you don't want to cover up. So we've been trying to figure out how to work with the space. And we've probably rearranged our house, like our living room, like probably five times at this point. And we've only lived <laughs> yes. here. Uh, it'll be two years this July. <laughs> so we haven't lived here that long. Right. Um, and so um, last weekend or either weekend before, we, we just on a whim decided to rearrange our living room. And we actually love it for once. And we were on the verge of calling an interior designer. Really? I reached out to one. Yeah. And I had reached out to one. Or actually, I had gone to a um, class that the library had, a virtual class on interior design. And so I asked the lady afterwards kind of like what her rate was. Right. And basically, it's $1,000. <gasps> You have to pay $1,000 and you get her for 10 hours. And I was like, uh. <laughs> no, thank I was like, you. I don't know. But we were like on the verge of calling her because we were that desperate. Jesus. To, like, to get our house in order. Right. Like, right. It was just like, but I was like, ah, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, so finally we ended up doing it and love it. With the, we didn't even buy anything new. We managed to do it with the furniture we have, which is really crazy but um anyway all this to say so now i'm kind of on this interior design kick and where our tv is uh there is a plug on the wall but it's not where we want the tv so it's kind of an eyesore so (laughs) i bought this like indoor tree to kind of put in front of it so that you it would cover it yeah and first of all i think it's fine but james (laughs) he was like is that a tropical plant and i'm like (laughs) <laughs> no, it's just a house plant. And then I looked it up, and of course, it's a tropical plant. Of course. Um, yeah. <laughs> but I I don't know. A tree's a tree to me. What what do I know? Also, um, what does it matter? You can have a tropical plant in your living room if you want one. That's, that's right. Exactly. I told right. you I was just making it a tropical paradise. <laughs> um, so that arrived today, and I'm uh, very excited. I got to, you know, kind of, you have to fluff it and stuff. And so... Um, <laughs> you have to fluff it. I've, I have to fluff it. So... Um, I fluffed the tree, and uh, I'm very happy about that, and I'm very happy about my living room, and I'm just, I just, it's a good space, you know, just feeling right. good. I need to have, like, a video tour after our recording is over, because okay. I need to see yeah. what you have done. Um, okay. <coughs> I don't know if you know this about me, but I'm not okay um, when people change things, and I don't know oh, about no. it, especially oh, no. if I, like, go, like, if I, like, whenever I'm back in the before times when I actually went out to work and Thomas would be home, he would change a thing and then he would send me pictures of the thing he changed. So that way I would not be freaked (gasps) out when I come home. So I'm just saying that before I come come visit (laughs) you again, you have to give me pictures of your entire house. So that way I won't be freaked out before I come back to visit. Oh wow! Because yeah, we repainted the the basement and re completely rearranged it. So, oh my gosh! Yeah, yeah. I, I need. Yeah, we're gonna need to have a walkthrough. Got, we need to have a walkthrough. <laughs> I've got a lot of pictures to show you, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or a video walkthrough. That'd be fine. I just sent you a picture of the tree. Okay. So, you I see mean, this tree. It's not that. It's not that tropical. No, that's just a tree. Yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, just has some greenery. Yeah. That looks nice. That looks nice. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks. Right next to anyway, your... Yes. This is like this is like the tree that you would get, your default tree you would get in The Sims. Like, if you were, like, <laughs> decorating your... This is all I know about interior design. I learned from The Sims. Um, yes. So, like, you're decorating a room, and then you're, like, putting stuff down. This is your table that you can buy for, like, $20. $20 and then, oh, put some greenery. That will help your environment. Uh, 
the levels. Yes, yes. This is like literally the tree I would get. <laughs> like, oh, look, my environment level is up now. <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> See, that's what I think. I think it's just a generic house tree. Right. And, and James is just being all um, specific about it. Well, well, whatever. Whatever, James. <laughs> I told him he was free to buy another tree if he'd like. <laughs> <laughs> What's he going to get? Like a tiny oak? Like a oak knockoff? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> this is a tree that belongs here. <laughs> that's right he's gonna have like little acorns on it or something I don't right know. exactly <sighs> but uh i want to get so now i now i've gotten the 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 green in the house bug and so now I, I want to put some like little plants on that there's a half wall before you go downstairs um and i want to put like some little plants on that and stuff uh-huh, and so, uh-huh. yeah, now now i'm just all into this plant thing all right well that sounds good so that's like me yeah. except with live plants and outside <laughs> Oh, yes, exactly. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Because you dove all into the uh, garden this week. Oh, right? man. So go, ahead, go ahead and tell us about your week. Yeah. No, I like last Saturday, I just went to the Mayo Garden Center and like just basically crammed as many plants and trees as I could into the car <laughs> and then came back and we haven't planted everything yet. Um, we still have a river birch we need to plant and I have some sunflower seeds that I want to plant. Um but almost everything else is planted. So I got like an azalea and uh, a rhododendron and some, uh, I don't even remember what they're called, but they're like tiny little <laughs> red leafy things. Uh, and uh-huh. so, yeah, so we just went crazy and I and we play, had a peach tree. But, oh, man, we had bad storms and my peach tree like bent over and now I'm afraid it's going to die. And I'm so Aww. sad because I had little baby peaches on it and I was so excited. Um, yeah. But we're going to try... Uh, Tammy thinks that we could just put like a piece of rebarb up in it and then like oh yeah tie it up to it and that it'll it'll mm-hmm. like straighten up and strengthen and be okay but I'm, I'm worried yeah. about it I'm not sure it was it was snapped pretty roughly by the wind um, yeah which made me very sad but hopefully hopefully oh, it'll yeah. make it because I was very excited about my peach tree uh, yeah I don't know why I have no idea well okay <laughs> maybe I do know why um <laughs> So I grew up my I grew up with my grandparents and my mom, but my grandparents were a big part of my life, and I spent most of my life in their farm house or in their farmland or mm-hmm. whatever. Um, and uh, my grandfather was like that king of gardens. Um, okay, he grew all sorts of stuff. Like he was that was just like his passion. Um, mm-hmm. he grew roses and he grew, uh, moonflowers and he grew snapdragons and, uh, a whole bunch of other flowers. I have no idea what they were called, but they were beautiful. Um, mm-hmm. and like, so he had a whole front garden and a side garden and like these raised, these tiered raised beds that he had built out of river rock in the back mm-hmm. that were huge. Um, and then he had a whole like acre of like vegetables garden area, yeah. plus all these mm-hmm. trees. Like he was just very, that was like his thing. Um, yeah. and so, um, where was I going with that? <laughs> <laughs> well, just, you grew up with them. So, oh, peace tree. Why you? Were oh yeah. Yeah. Peace tree. And so my grandmother was also into this, into, uh, growing things as well. Um, she wasn't as good at it as my grandfather, but she was very, <laughs> she was very interested. And so. Uh, whenever we had our little trailer next to my grandparents, it was like, you know, field, 
much like the the field is that we built our house in now, there was like nothing because mm-hmm. it used to be a cow pasture. So there was like no trees, no bushes, nothing. It was just grassland. And uh, so my grandmother was like, well, you know, you need some trees. <laughs> and yeah. so she, this is when I was like, not quite in high school. Uh, so once we put up the trailer, she came over and she planted like, I don't know, like 12 or 15 peach trees in the front yard. And not only did she plant that many peach trees, but she also planted them in two straight rows in like the middle of the yard. So it's like an orchard? Yeah, she like like planted a peach orchard in our front yard. And, um... (laughs) And, like, it was hilarious, and we made so much fun of it. And then as yeah. the years grew on and those peach trees grew up so, like, tall and beautiful, it was, like, it was also just so, I don't know, it was, like, this comforting thing that, like, this thing yeah. that, you know, because they were these tiny little scrawny peach trees, and then they grew into these yeah. amazing, beautiful peach trees. And, you know, it was just, like, oh, look at these peach trees. They grew like us, you know, and I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. So I guess that was where I was, like, going with it in my head. Like, I want a yeah. peach tree like I used to have when I was a kid. But um, hopefully it'll survive. And if not, I guess I'll yeah. get another one. But um, anyway, I was excited. So we did lots of yeah. gardening. I guess it was last week um, when all that happened. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Uh, but I do need to do more this week. So. Yeah. Yeah. Um <laughs> Once again, and that's just that I admire your spontaneity. Um, <laughs> and once again, this is the difference between you and I because <laughs> since the day that I've been, not the, our first house, but since our second house on, I've always wanted to do landscaping. And I've I've made numerous trips to like Lowe's or Home Depot. And I've like sat there and just like been paralyzed and agonized <laughs> over which plants and what if they didn't match and am i in the right zone and what about sunlight and no sunlight and what if they're annuals or perennials or you know like i was just like paralyzed by so many details and afraid to get just one detail wrong that i've never done any landscaping like the only thing i did was i planted two little dwarf um i think they're called dwarfs you even know the names but the dwarf spruce trees i remember when any christmas trees yeah i remember when you did that actually um yeah yeah at the yeah at the one at the east town yeah 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 yeah. and uh so but that was like the extent of what i've done and like my uncle is really into that kind of stuff he always has beautiful flower beds and all that kind of stuff and so and the only reason i planted those was because i like called him up and made him come over and was like are you sure these will fit here and are these a good portion and you know like like, yeah it's ridiculous (laughs) and i'm actually fighting the same thing here so Devin, i need you to come up here and we'll completely redo my landscaping do you want me to just like because I mean, cause you gotta understand, there's no planning whenever I do it. It's like, I think I, w- well, to be fair, I did kind of plan a little bit. Like, I looked, I walked around and I sort of thought about it a lot. And I was like, mm-hmm. what do I want? I think I might want an azalea over here. And I think I'd like to have a rhododendron and maybe some like ground cover type of thing to go here. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. And so then, but then I got there and I was just like, oh, well, this looks good. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this is pretty. Okay. Yeah, like I totally got um, a couple of, because I was going to be like, oh, I'm just going to get, um, is it? I think it's perennials that come back each year. It's like, I'm yeah, just going to get perennials. So. And, um, 
But then the lady was like, oh, well, these are really good for hummingbirds. And I was like, I want some hummingbird flowers. They're really pretty. <laughs> and I want some hummingbird flowers. And so then I just totally got some hummingbird yeah. flowers and planted them in my garden. So, you know, whatever. Um, um, yep. And uh, whenever, like the, the bulk of my garden right now, ha- I started a few years ago when Elle's mom gave me uh, just some just some bulbs, like some uh, iris bulbs, just like a few. Yeah. And then, and some strawberry, like strawberries, little strawberries. And I planted Mm -hmm. them all over my garden because I wasn't sure what was going to happen. And I had no idea what I was doing. So I just like randomly (laughs) planted them in all these places. Um, Mm -hmm. And so now I have random patches of a whole lot (laughs) of irises (laughs) and strawberries all over my garden in like no way that makes sense or like looks uniform or anything. Yeah. Um, but I love the chaos. I mean, it's like, it's very indicative of, it's, it's a garden that's very me. So it works. Yes. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah. So anyway, uh, what are you drinking? We haven't even talked about that. We're 20 minutes in. We haven't talked about what we're drinking yet. Oh my gosh. You're right. (laughs) Um, so I am drinking the recess drinks. Oh, yay. Yeah. So I did get, I did place an order. I ordered both the uh, recess, like sparkling water that you have been drinking. And then I also ordered, um, they have these powders that are, I think they have electrolytes in them. Cause I think that's what drawn or drew me to them. Mm-hmm. But uh, so I got some powders that you just mix in like a bottle of water. Um, and then I got these. So, so far um, I've only had one of the powders and it was, it was just like a lemon one. So, you know, pretty standard drink. Right. Water, right. I, I've had two of the drinks, the sparkling water. Mm-hmm. I've had the, I'm drinking the coconut lime right now. And I had the peach ginger the other day. And so far I really like them. Yeah. Um, they, the flavor is kind of subtle and also the bubbles are subtle because I've also been drinking LaCroix and sometimes it's like, when you drink a LaCroix, it's like, oh, God, the carbonation, like, almost knocks you down. Yes, you know? so, yes. Um, these are a little more subtle, and so they're just very nice to just, like, yeah. Yay! kind of sip on and chill. I wish they weren't quite as expensive as they are. Like, I feel like I have to be, like, yeah. it has to be an extra treat for me, like, yeah. to get them. Um, but I actually need to get some more because I'm out. But I do enjoy them, like, especially because, you know, as as we've talked about ever since our January, uh, I've been mm-hmm. trying to drink a little bit less alcoholic beverages. And so um, on the nights that I don't drink alcoholic beverages, I either do tea or I uh, like hot tea or I drink uh, recess drinks. Um, mm-hmm. And the recess drinks really do like just make me feel relaxed and they're just nice and they're fun to yeah. drink. And I just like them. They just make me happy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but I feel like, yeah, I think to your point, I think it was, was it like 30 bucks for a six pack or 35 or somewhere around there? I don't remember exactly, but yeah, it's like five or six dollars per drink. And that's kind of a lot for a can. I mean, it's just a 12 ounce can. Right. But yeah. Even though you can subscribe and save, apparently. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Get like a monthly order of them. Yeah, it's like $10 off of every 12 pack. So I guess I don't know how that would work. I guess 12 packs a month, a month, maybe. Oh, yeah. Get started and see. Oh, you can decide every four weeks, every two weeks, or every eight weeks. Okay. And then you can do a choose your flavors. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, do the mood sampler. I'm going to say. <laughs> oh, now the mood drinks. There was a whole, there's a whole another third drink called mood. And it has, it's, they're different. Um, oh, maybe I should not hit those then. 
Wait, what is? Yeah, this is just regular. Reese's. Oh I'm yeah, assuming... I just want that. I just want the regular ones. I don't want the mood ones. <laughs> yeah, I think the mood ones are new. Yeah, um... I don't know what those are like. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we... I was trying. So yeah, you can get fifty bucks every four fifty bucks for twelve pack every four weeks if you do the subscription. Okay. Just so everybody knows. <laughs> yes, yes. That was just in case you're wondering. Just in case anybody's curious. Anyway, go ahead. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's okay. I keep interrupting. Okay, the mood has magnesium. Mood lifting magnesium. Oh. Um, recess, just a regular recess, has calming hemp. I see. Okay. And the adaptogens, of course. Do you then, get do you um, get the hemp and the adaptogens in the magnesium drink too, or no? The adaptogens are in the mood one or in the magnesium one, but the hemp is not. So I think that's the difference. I see. One is hemp and adaptogens. One is magnesium and adaptogens, and then the powder is actually magnesium and electrolytes. I see. Okay. So they're just kind of mixing them around all which way. Gotcha. Well, I'm sorry. I need my hemp. <laughs> yeah exactly that's the whole thing <laughs> i got it for the hip man yep okay so, well good yeah what are you drinking uh i am drinking a boda box right now um but it, it's different it's the malbec so i have at least Ooh, okay. done i've gone a little bit different with my uh this with my choices there uh but mm-hmm. i am about to after this this glass is done i will be moving on to an uppercut uh california cabernet sauvignon um okay. i don't know what it's like yet but i will let you know when i get to that point in the in okay. the show okay sure you'll just be like stop i've switched I got, wines i've switched wines describe. i have to do an update real fast yes um <laughs> but i we did get to go out so i am as of now fully vaccinated um Woo! yeah party time um yeah so thomas and i decided to go out today because the kids wanted to do a double sleepover with uh, my in-laws and so we're like well we weren't planning on going out tonight but uh why not let's just go out yeah um exactly and so we went out and had uh dinner at jig and reel which i have not been at since long before the pandemic and i was so mm-hmm. excited because it's like probably I don't know if it's my favorite restaurant in Knoxville, but it's pretty close. Like, it's it's up there. Yeah. I guess CRB is my favorite. Clinch River Brewery is my favorite, yeah. even though it's not technically yeah. Knoxville. But anyway. Um, but Chicken Roll is one of my favorite places. And they have the best fish and chips in Knoxville, hands down, I think. Mm. Um, okay. So, um, so it was exciting. We still sat outside and, uh, you know, wore a mask and we went inside and all that stuff. But it was still very nice mm. to be out in the world and you know drinking and eating in public <laughs> yeah i'm surprised they had outside i thought i mean they're on the corner with just the sidewalk did they have just tables on the sidewalk or where was the outdoor they space? have like a very small skinny patio which they may not have had before i don't remember okay. it it's, it's barely noticeable um and so they have like wrought iron fence thing around it um mm-hmm. so you're into the sidewalk but just barely um, oh, okay. And I don't, like, I really don't remember if they had it beforehand. Um, okay. Or if uh, they built it as part of, you know, COVID so that people could actually yeah. sit outside. Uh, but yeah. but it was nice. So we sat out there and people watched and I drank Innocent Gun beer, which yeah, I haven't had so. in a very long time. And that was happy. Me neither. I forgot so. about it. I miss it. I know. Uh, <laughs> it's really good. Because it's bourbon. It's, yeah, for people. Bourbon barrel. Know, it's, 
Yeah, bourbon barrel beer. Mm-hmm. Bourbon barrel beer. Mm-hmm. 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 Yes. Very good. Very so good. it was very delicious. Um, yeah. So uh, so that was the first thing that I drank tonight. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I'm, I'm making my way across the spectrum of beers and wines, I guess, this evening. Okay. There we go. Okay. So... All right. Well, now that we're 30 minutes in, we can probably start talking about our topic. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yeah. We're going to have to squeeze it in. (sighs) Anyway, I'll let you introduce. Okay. Yes. How this all came about. Okay. Yes. Well, yes. Okay. So first of all, I want to talk about a phenomenon that I had heard about once and I think is interesting. Um, And I do think that I or I. From my own experience, I seem to believe in it. Um, and But in order to get to that phenomenon that I'm going to speak of, I will give a little bit of background because how we got okay. here, okay. like you said. So basically, um, two weeks ago, I believe it was at this point, because I know we wanted to do this last week, but we had to do our April and May recap. So right. um, two weeks ago, I had a very bad week, and it was just a week of... Um, like when I kind of looked back on the week, I realized that I just had a ton of negativity coming at me in a bunch of different directions, which I'll kind of explain some of those. But I had a bunch of negativity coming at me in all different directions, and it was just kind of piling up, and I just kind of snapped. Yeah. And I, I, my life, I mean, I was just getting irritated at everything, and I was angry and grumpy, and it was just bad, right? Right. So... Basically, like all in this like week, and, and it might have been a little bit um, of the days leading up to, because like some of the things, for example, I was talking about was like we had been watching um, some TV shows that weren't necessarily, and, and I'm not, or weren't necessarily positive, right? These were maybe negative um, right. themed TV shows or negative movies um, and books or whatever. And I don't think that... Um, I don't think there's a problem watching negative TV shows or movies or books or whatever, but I'm just saying, like, we we were watching Fargo, which is kind of not really a happy-go-lucky show. Right. Um, and so we'd been watching that. Um, people, some just people around me had just, everyone had been complaining, um, except, except for James. I don't want, <laughs> I want to give him credit where credit's due. He tends to stay pretty positive, but yeah, uh, people were complaining. Um, I felt like, and maybe this was a product of the negativity, but I've been working on some projects at work and I just felt like I was in one of those times where I felt like everyone was incompetent and it was just like, oh my God, am I going to have to do everything myself? Is everyone incompetent here? You know, kind of thing. Right. So there was a bunch of mistakes happening. People were complaining watching negative tv um social media i think can tend to be negative um and usually for me it is more facebook i don't really see much negativity necessarily in um instagram as much because it's just pictures mostly um, right or at least you don't have to read the text but a lot of times scrolling on facebook and i have been on social media more which i think i mentioned in the last episode i kind of have gotten back into social media which i hate <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know why I'm so weak. I keep getting drawn back in. Well, it's addictive. Um, it's literally addictive. It, yes, it really is. Um, I came close to to um, actually deleting my Facebook account this week, but I'm the one that posts the uh, weekly buddy time updates, and I can't. Aww. Yeah, if I if I delete that, then I wouldn't be able to post them. So I was like, okay, Look, it's fine. If you it's need, fine. if you it. need me, I can do that. Like, don't feel don't feel like that is the I one know. thing that's getting you stuck to it. Like, I can handle it. I promise, I won't let it go. I know. 
No, I know, but you also, but you already do the, um, you post on our hosting site, or our, um, you know, the thing that actually plays our podcast, whatever it is, whatever it's called. Yes, our Pinecast, Pinecast, Pinecast. You coordinate that. Pinecast.com. Yeah. You coordinate that, so I don't want to make you do everything. So, you know, I'm fair about <laughs> workload. Um, but anyway, so on top of all this negativity coming at me from all different directions, um, the other thing was is a huge stress outlet for me is working out right and that's you know that's the way I kind of deal with stress or or negative emotions and I couldn't work out that week because my knee had been hurting yeah so I took off from working out and so I wasn't able to work out I hated the world (laughs) I had all this negativity (laughs) and I had been trying to drink less and I think I actually ended up drinking four times that week which my average in the last like month or so has only been two times a week right and uh I actually ended up, I think, drinking double because <laughs> because of all the bad stuff. But yeah. all this to say, uh, so the funny thing was, is after I kind of had this day where I'm like, I'm, I just snapped and I was like, you know, this has been a bad week and I've had all these bad things happening and mwah, <laughs> um, I was trying to recap some of it to James and my brain was just like, not letting me recall right stuff and i was like okay like no nope, never mind yeah and i remember being at work and specifically saying like this thing is pissing me like this particular thing is pissing me off and then i was like i'm gonna tell james later and then it, it came to it and i couldn't remember and i was like right my brain is defending me like it's it's putting me back to my happy place which Uh, That's what I want to get to is that I'd heard uh, this has been years ago. Someone sent me an article that and I couldn't find the article. I was trying to find it, but I couldn't. But I did find the phenomenon or whatever. But um, they sent me an article about how people tend to have a base level of happiness. And no matter what happens in their life, good or bad, Mm -hmm. they will return to that base level of happiness. Oh, what is it called? Like the ladder or something ladder or treadmill? Treadmill? Treadmill. Yeah. He, 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 I th- well, I think it's hedonic treadmill. Hedonic H-E-D-O- treadmill. H-E-D-O-N-I-C. H-E-D-O-N-I-C. Hedonic treadmill. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's the tendency of humans to return to a stable level of happiness despite major positive or negative events or life changes. So what I thought was so interesting about that is that in this they did a whole you know there was a whole study and all this kind of stuff and so they took people on both extremes so they took lottery winners who won like a crazy amount of money and so theoretically their life improved and then Mm -hmm. people that got in car wrecks or some had some kind of accident and as a result was um became a paraplegic and so that was a uh, you know a devastating thing that happened on that side and over the time frame various time frames and it did you know it was various for different people but eventually all these people returned to whatever level state so the people that won the lottery still was like at some point was kind of like yeah life's okay whatever blah 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 and then the the some of the paraplegic people like came back and was like no i mean life's okay i mean you know yeah i'm in this wheelchair but i can do all these other cool things you know like right right they they kind of and so i found that super interesting and what's even more interesting is that they think that it may largely be determined by genetics Mm -hmm. and so 
I ended up, <laughs> after I read this article uh, years ago, I ended up like write, or giving a card, writing a letter basically to my parents that was just like, you know, thank you, you know, for, you know, everything and like the way, you know, you've given me this positive outlook and, you know, I'm just kind of like saying thanks for making me who I am, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so I thought that was super interesting. And um, the funny thing was, so that was two weeks ago. And then um, I had another similar situation that happened where I kind of got treated poorly. And I was kind of, like, upset about it and was just kind of going over it in my head and was just kind of like, you know, you know, like I just, like in my head, you know, oh, I just can't believe people would act that way or whatever and then my brain for absolutely no reason was like you know who treats me great and then was just like this person you know this it's a one of james i think i think it's his one of his cousins one of james's cousins she has always been very like nice and inviting and just every time i see her uh she's very welcoming and warm and you know just like takes the time to really talk to me and like really talk to me not just like oh hi how are you and then move on you know right and so i was like this is so weird like why in the world would i just randomly think of this lady and it's just like my brain was like don't worry about that Think right, about this lady that always treats you great, you know. So right. I think I'm I'm gonna go buy her like a little gift and a little card and just kind of send it to her and just be like, you know, hey, thanks for always treating me so great. I really appreciate it, you know, blah blah blah. Right. So yeah, I just think I just think that's two like very obvious incidents or incidents uh, situations where my brain was like, nope, you're not gonna live in this negative space. I will <laughs> literally force you to be happy again, you know. <laughs> Right, right. And I love it. I love it. I am so thankful for my brain or my <laughs> chemistry or whatever it is. I love it. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> yeah. Oh, and another thing is... Um, well, just while I was taking notes for this episode about all this stuff... Um, we James and I have often talked about this because we've moved numerous times. And of course, we obviously completely uprooted our lives and came up here to Chicago. And in this little community, we've just been like, oh, I love it here. Oh, it's so great. And oh, I love this house. Or oh, I love this. I love that. Blah, blah, blah. But we have actually acknowledged like, is it really that we love it? Or is it like our, our brains are just, do we just make the best of everything? So the question right. is, do we always make the best decisions or do we just make the best of the decisions that we've made? Um, yeah. And so that's kind of, I think it's probably the latter of, you know, yeah, we just jump into stuff and then make the best of it, you know? Right. So, I don't know. I don't mean for this episode to be like, look how awesome I am, but I'm just really feeling great <laughs> about me right now. Okay. That's good. That's good. I mean, I think that you should feel great about you. I'm uh, I think that was one of my thoughts was, that I was going to bring up is just that is like, how do you, if you're always just like immediately, I don't know. And this, this, we can talk a little bit about this here in a minute too, but like, how do you know that you're actually okay? I mean, that know sounds weird, but like, how do you know <laughs> like, <laughs> that like everything is okay if you're just automatically going to feel okay, <laughs> even if it's not okay? <laughs> Like, what if you were, uh, you know, like, living in a cardboard box and you're just like, 
oh, this is amazing. This is the best house. Or is that what you're right. no, well, like, yeah. about to I'm drown? Like, and you're like, I love swimming. Well, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I mean, I guess on a little bit like a less of an excessive level, but like, you know. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, like maybe what if, I don't know. This is just. I'll speak for myself because I don't want to speak for you because I have no idea like how how you feel. Yeah. But like um, if I made a, a decision about my career and then, mm-hmm. you know, my tendency was to just make the best of the decision that I made. Um, but, you know, actually, maybe if I made this other decision and went in this other department or took this other job, I might have mm-hmm. been happier. Maybe the decision I made wasn't the right thing, but like... So how do I know that I actually made the right decision if I'm just going to be happy about it anyway? Does that make sense? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. So I think, and I don't think, so yeah, okay. So maybe I've misrepresented the situation a little because you can definitely, like I definitely, and I will, so yeah, just speaking in relation to me, um, I definitely have been unhappy with jobs I've had or positions I've had or decisions. So it's not like everything is great all the time. That's not what (laughs) I mean. But I think usually what ends up, well, and maybe that's part of, part B of my personality is that I am like, oh, you're not happy with something? Well, then change it, you know? And um, so I think that it maybe starts with a positive outlook and if it becomes something that you don't necessarily enjoy and you kind of start to see that well then it's kind of like okay well instead of uh some people may be like oh woe is me i did this thing and now i don't like it i'm not saying that's you i'm just i'm just well, talking yeah, yeah, yeah. but um you know instead i'm like oh oops, I don't really like this, you know, position or whatever. So what would I like? Okay, let me go pursue that. Okay, um, I got you. Yeah, and I think it's maybe that optimism of I have the ability to change it. Like you, right. so you just have that optimistic outlook or I have, I, I can do this. Or maybe, you know, you just have that like optimism and confidence that you can fix the situation. Right, right. So you're, you're in power and you're in control. Yeah, um, yeah. Because yeah. I think... We definitely, I mean, uh, I don't think we would have moved as many times because, heck, we moved three times in Knoxville. So it's not that, like, when we move, we're like, oh, this is the best house ever. So we definitely maybe love a house at first and then find things wrong with it. And then we just move again. Um, Right, right. You know, and so, yeah, it's not that you have to be happy with everything all the time. Right. Well, I know that, so I, one of the articles that I looked at kind of researching for this was like understanding the psychology of positive thinking, um, Mm -hmm. which I'll link to in show notes. Let me move it over there. So I'll remember to do that. Um, But it talks about kind of like the major difference between like a positive or or, uh, optimist and a pessimist is, Mm -hmm. is the way that you explain what happens to you, right? So if you're Mm -hmm. optimistic, you're giving yourself credit whenever the good stuff Mm -hmm. happens. And yeah. you're also, and you're blaming outside forces for the bad shit that happens. <laughs> yeah. Whereas if you are pessimistic, like what you usually do is you don't give yourself credit for the good things that happen. And then you tend to view the negative things as things that are outside your control. <laughs> like, yes. You know, um, and, uh, and you internalize that. Like you're like, okay, this is expected. I knew this was going to happen. It's always going to be this way. 
Um, right. And so I thought that was kind of interesting because it was like kind of a opposite, you know, like way of looking at the world. And I, when I saw that, I was like, God, wait, am I a pessimist? Because I really <laughs> don't like to give myself credit for good things that happen. I'm like, eh, this would have happened anyway or whatever. And yeah. uh, and whenever stuff, and I'm always kind of preparing for the worst kind of mentally. And I'm like, oh, shit, am yeah. I a pessimist? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I never would have thought of you, if someone would have said, is Devin a pessimist? I definitely wouldn't have said yes. I can see what, I think you're, maybe there's a whole different, side because i do think you are and we've talked about it before you're just like down on yourself right 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 but yeah i don't i mean i think you i mean (laughs) because yeah usually if something goes wrong you're just like oh well i'll just you know fix i'll just do this i'll just make do you know, you're just like, yep, I can, I can, I'm fine. You know, you know. I kind of do like the Eeyore thing where I'm like, well, I kind of expected that would happen. <laughs> oh, <laughs> hey, yeah. On. Like, it's all right. Yeah. But Maybe I don't, I don't vocalize it. No, I mean, I don't, I don't dwell. I try not to dwell. Um, yeah. But I do, you know, I, I do kind of have a moment where I'm just like, well, yep, figures, you know. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Whatever, uh. you know blah, 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 job thing, blah, 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 or blah, 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 relationship thing, blah, 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 or blah, 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 kid thing, blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, I always have like, you know, the ob- this is the thing that obviously was going to happen. And, yeah. you know, but um, I don't know. So I thought that was interesting, but that definitely goes along with what you're saying about like, you know, being in control and being like, hey, you know, I'm just going to change. I don't like this. so I'm just going to change it as opposed to like, yeah, I don't know. Feeling like it's something that you can't control. Right, yeah. So. I think um, that has a lot to do with goals and and accomplishing things for goals because anytime mm-hmm. you feel in control versus not, I mean, it's definitely a lot harder when if you don't feel like you have the ability or, you know, to, to change something. Right, right. Yeah. So how do you know? So, like, if you're... Speaking as someone, I never like to change anything because I just don't want to change anything ever. But um, speaking <laughs> as someone who is obviously not afraid of change. Um, right. You know, but also makes the best out of everything. Like, how do you know this is a, like, whenever you were in a house and you're like, this this is no longer where I want to live. I want to live somewhere else. Like, <laughs> if you're not, if you're not thinking about negative things like if you're you know like if you're always <laughs> making the best out of everything how do you know that this is like not good for you <laughs> anymore yeah. does that make sense <laughs> yeah that's a good question so um hmm i think well part of it is I get bored easily. <laughs> okay, well, that's <laughs> so fair. part of it is just change for the sake of change. Like, it's kind of funny because in this year, over a year now that I've worked from home, people kind of make fun of me a little bit in a nice way, but they make fun of me because, like, every time we have a meeting, they're like, Stacy, are you in a different location of your house? You know, because, <laughs> right, uh, right. You know, most people came home, set up a workspace and worked there. Or either they maybe set up a temporary one until they realized that it would be months and then they set up a permanent. So they moved once. But I have moved at least five times. Right. You know, right. just various times. Uh, so that's part of it. But then also, um, so sometimes with houses, it's a matter of just life needs changing. Um 
And so, like, for example, when we lived over in, um, well, the first house that we had didn't have space for a gym. Like, now we are very much into working out and having a home gym. And I think that house, I don't even know if it was on the radar at that point, but that place definitely didn't have the space. And then the um, second house, we kind of used the garage, but it really wasn't big enough. And then um, a lot of times it's been like, when we had our first house, it was really far away and we wanted to be more social and active. And so we were driving 45 minutes just to go see people. And that was a big, which I know that's how much you drive now. But um, (laughs) so I think... I don't know. It's just like we get there and we're like, oh, yeah, this is great. Now, yeah, I will say that Easttown House, we did regret buying that one uh, because I think once we got in it, it was kind of like, oh, this isn't the best built house. It was just one of those cheap ones that they throw up quickly. Um, So it's not that we just never make bad decisions because I think that one was probably a bad decision. But uh, yeah, so maybe a little bit of being bored and a little bit of just trying new things and so life change the needs change yeah yeah but but i guess that only relates to houses so if you were like (laughs) this is a very interesting question because obviously i do become dissatisfied with things right right because i change things yes exactly and i mean and you're yeah able to say in hindsight I wasn't happy with that house, so then I'd change, yeah. or I wasn't happy doing this, so I'd, you know, and so yeah. that's why I was like, well, if you're, if you are like, if you can't even let yourself, like, talk about a bad day, because you're always trying to go towards <laughs> the happy stuff, like, how do you even know? And I'm saying this, I guess, more because, like, I am not always really great at being in touch with my emotions, and so... yeah. A lot of times I'll be blindsided where something has been secretly bothering me for like months and then I don't even know it until all of a sudden it hits me on left field and I'm like, crap, I've been bothered about this for like six months now and I haven't said anything, yeah. you know. Um, okay, 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 you just, you. Okay, well, I don't know if you're done, but you just, I think you just made it click for me. Okay. The, Did you have anything else before? No, go right know. ahead. Jump into okay. it. Okay, so two things. So one... I was just thinking about like work, what has caused me, because I've honestly liked, I mean, all of my jobs. In fact, I can think of at least, well, at least one time, and I was trying to think if there was another time, one time I literally cried when I turned in my resignation because I did not want to leave, but I obviously did want to leave. So, (laughs) right, right. um, Yeah. So uh, that I think sometimes there's just other goals driving. So Mm -hmm. me, for for me, it's always been like, I want to make more money. Uh, (laughs) And so in a workplace, it's kind of like, what opportunities do I have here? I'm just constantly, what opportunities? So even if I love my job, then oh but that also prevents me from having the fear of going to get another job because i'm i'm because i know in my head oh well if i love this job i'll love that job and <laughs> so i am like i will need to make more money so i want to go get another job and i have no fear that i won't love that job so here i go you know that kind of thing <laughs> right right uh but to your to your things to your emotions piece um So it isn't that, because you made the comment that how do you know if you don't allow yourself to talk about a bad day? I don't think 
Um, now that situation, because where my brain was like purging, <laughs> right? And I had had like a bad week, and I think at that point my brain was like, "We're turning this around." Right. It wasn't that I can't, because I definitely James will tell you, I definitely have days where I'm like, just like, oh, just bitching the whole time, and he's like, "Man, why did I even ask how her day was?" <laughs> you know, um, and I think the difference for me maybe is that I. And I don't know if this is my problem-solving personality or if it's my... Because I am tend to be more of an optimist than when I have a bad day. It's like, wait, why am I having a bad day? Because right. that, that's what happened here is that, you know, it wasn't that I had a bad day and I was like, what happened? But it was that I had a bad week and I was and I was very irritable. And, I was, and that's not like me normally. And so I was like, okay. And I sit and I think and I try to figure out what exactly has caused it. And I go through a bunch of different scenarios and things like that. And so maybe that, so maybe if you're always like, uh, you know, oh, that's just the way I expected it to be. Then right. you don't think, well, why did it turn out that way? Because you just expected it to happen. So you right. don't root cause it. Yeah. Does that make sense? Does that help? I think so a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think war for me is just like I tend to because I, you know, nobody likes to feel negative emotions. Uh, right. So it's easy to just like push it down and be like, I don't want to deal with that right now. <laughs> yeah. And so it's just for me, it just hits me. And then I'm like, oh, wait, no, this does not make me happy. I need to deal with <laughs> yeah. this issue. Um, well, that's probably so I'm probably I'm not very good at suppressing emotions. I don't think. Okay. It, so maybe that's it. Maybe they just, I, they consume me to the fact that I have to figure out why they're happening. Yeah, that could be because I'm, I'm really good at suppressing emotions. I can suppress emotions <laughs> for a very long time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I, and not I, I saying am that's like, a good thing. It's just saying that I'm right. going to be like, oh, well, no, I'm not going to deal with that right now or that or that or that. Um, but I yeah, did look. I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. I was just going to. Well, I was going to say some, some of the other stuff that I looked at was like, you know, is there any, you know, like positive thinking is obviously really good for you. But also, like, is there anything you need to be worried about? <laughs> like, can you go a little bit too crazy? <laughs> and well, I, so. It, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. <laughs> See, I'm not very good. Emotions. Not very good at re- reining them in because I'm just like, oh, excitement. Um. I, well, and I just have a small thing. So this is a perfect plug for this new YouTube channel that I just discovered called Yay! Cinema Therapy. Um, and the, it's a therapist who dissects different movies and things like that. And I haven't watched it yet. So maybe we can come back to this um, if it ends up being interesting. But okay. um, they have a video on toxic positivity. Oh, excellent. It's on um, that movie with the emotions. Um, uh, upside, Inside Out. Inside Out, yes. Yeah. They have a they have a video about that movie, and yeah, it's uh, toxic positivity. And so yes. I think that's probably exactly where you're going, but I haven't watched it yet. Right. Okay. But I wanted to plug that YouTube channel because I've only, I, right. I took a peek at it, and it looks really good. Um, so, sorry, go ahead. Right. No, absolutely. And I think that that was exactly where I'm going with that. I was like thinking about that movie, and um, so I got a couple of articles, which I'll link. One of them was like the dark side of happiness. And one of the things mm-hmm. of this is like, is it possible to be too happy and positive? Um, 
And it's talking about like, if you're always happy, uh, then you might not be <laughs> completely in touch with reality. Uh, <laughs> um, but if you're like moderately happy, then you can experience unpleasant emotions too. And they help you learn and grow and move forward. So it's like, it's yeah. important to have both of those, um, the positive and the negative. And also it's easier for you to have gratitude if you've, you like sometimes have negative emotions. <laughs> so that way yeah, you're like, absolutely. when the positive happens, you're like, yes, I'm really great. Well, I mean, just like you right now in that, in the course of this, this episode have been talking about specific people in your life who have given you awesome things or that you felt really grateful for. And like the importance of being able to recognize that comparatively to things that aren't yeah. great, I think is, is really important. Um, but yeah, the, one yeah. of the articles I did see was on toxic positivity um, and about, you know, it's okay to, n to not be okay. Um, yeah. And I think that like this was written in the middle of the pandemic, I think. Yeah. August 19th, 2020. It's a Washington Post article. Um, mm -hmm. And like, I think that especially in the middle of the pandemic, there was a lot of like, just keep going, you know, I mean, to a certain yeah. degree, I almost feel like our, uh, our gray guy i forget his name cp gray cj uh, gray cpg cpg gray i think C or something cbgb gray i don't know cbdb rgby <laughs> rgb gray uh <laughs> we should probably link him so that he gets proper credit but yeah cpg but like his whole thing about like that video that he we watched that was like you're gonna come out of this better than you were when you went into it um, like that yeah. was almost in a way like that's a lot of pressure if you're like just barely <laughs> getting it together and being able to like right. deal with, you know, isolation and and just all the other stuff that came along with the pandemic like that might have been a little bit too much to put on ourselves yeah, yeah. in hindsight. Um, I, and I could definitely see toxic positivity being or I could see positivity being bad, like especially if you were in like. An abusive relationship, right? Or even an abusive job, and but you kept telling if you rationalize. So I think that's the difference, right? Right. If you rationalize and you're like, "Oh no, that's okay," you know, he loves me anyway, or it's okay, you know, whatever. Like if you if you try to rationalize things too much to the positive side, then you would miss red flags. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 So I don't know. I just thought. I thought that was interesting too. Um, just the important, and I guess my thought was just like talking about this is, is important to know that like, it's good. It's obviously really good to have a positive outlook and to, um, and to think about where you are and like what your place is on the hedonic treadmill. Um, yes. Like, you know, where is your, um, where are you where do you gravitate towards like what area right. do you tend to go to <laughs> yeah if that makes sense like where where is your normal and being able to recognize that i think might even be more important than like whether you're going to be positive or negative just like understanding where yeah. you tend to be and then understanding yes. that that's like your normal and then you know working on uh improving your life however you would like to uh from mm -hmm. from that spot but understanding that even if you you know like continue to move forward and do go like you're gonna still be in this spot like you know and yeah. if you are someone who for whatever reason i mean it talks about genetics with that and 
you know, obviously brain chemistry has a lot to do with that too. Like, don't be afraid to ask for help or, you know, if like you're, Mm -hmm. if you tend to be lower than you want to be on that, on that treadmill, uh, then like, you know, get, get medicated, get help, ask, ask for assistance. It's okay. Um, I know that ever since, um, I got on my, uh, anti-anxiety meds, like my Mm -hmm. life has been a lot better. Um, you know, and I really wish that I had been like not terrified of it for so long because, you know, I just grew up in a family that, hated medicine and quote unquote anything unnatural uh and all of Mm -hmm. that and so i didn't get a chance to um i don't know like (laughs) understand that sometimes these things are are good for you and help you and um yeah you know and it's really helped me a lot in just my day-to-day existence i i don't get as caught up in my own thoughts. And I mean, you know, obviously a lot of other things help with that too, like mindfulness and meditation and all the therapy that I've done. Like I've, I was already a lot better than I was prior, you know, like 2008 Devin was like a hot mess and I was much less of a hot mess Mm -hmm. prior to getting on meds. Um, But that's even helped more. So, you know, like don't be afraid to get all this assistance and the help that you need to get to the place that you want to be. And that's yeah. my, that's my, uh, <laughs> and also it's okay if you're not where you want to be. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, so anyway, that's all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah. All right, then. I think that was a good little soapbox you got on there. Yeah. Just <laughs> drink my wine and not worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe instead of a soapbox, you're on your boat box. There we go. <laughs> I'm on my boat box. on my boat box. Yeah. <laughs> That's where I'm going to live is on my boat box. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, gosh. All right. Well, is there anything else that you wanted to share or talk about in relation to uh, to all of this? This is this was a lot. I feel like this, we covered a lot today. Yeah, we did. Um, I don't think I think the only other thing that I forgot to mention, so I probably would have expanded on it more, um, but I just kind of want to throw it in on the end here. But um, I think boundaries are important. And speaking mm, yeah. about the um, negativity coming into your life and being able to um, set boundaries on what those are. So, you know, for example, like, you know, I, once again, I'm trying to get away from social media. If it doesn't like recognize that it doesn't make you happy. So you can, you know, set boundaries on that. Or, you know, if people are complaining in the office, maybe try not to talk to those people as much or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. But I think... I'm a big proponent of boundaries and I think that that's important to recognize uh, negative impacts and be able to set those boundaries for those right. things. Right. So I forgot to go into that, but yeah. So just don't toss t- tagging that on at the end there. Right. No, that's a really good point. And there's, I mean, gosh, there's so much more we could talk about with this, right? Like, you know, at what point, like at what point are you, obligated Thomas and I had a discussion about this recently actually like at what point are you obligated to be um in order to be a responsible citizen in the world right like Mm -hmm. how much bad news can you ignore uh Mm -hmm. but then at what point do you really need to like pay attention and do something and like Mm -hmm. these are really good questions and obviously we don't have time to get in all of them now but I think that 
those are all things to keep in mind as you're you're navigating your own mental health. Like you've got to, you know, one of my one of the things I always say is you've got to put on your own ma- oxygen ma- mask first. You got to take care of yourself first because you can't take care of anybody else if you can't take care of yourself first. But yeah, also yeah. once you're in that spot, like you might have you you might actually have a moral obligation to kind of help other people once you're there. Right. <laughs> Yeah, and I, that was actually the basis of the uh, Black Fo- or Dark Forest, not Black Forest, Dark Forest uh, article. That oh, okay. Was the, that that was well. That was the thing was that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. you do you leave the negative internet or do you become a positive? Be- is it your responsibility to become a positive beacon? Right, right. In the negative internet. So yeah, yeah, it's the same moral dilemma. I guess. Exactly, exactly. So yeah. I think that has a lot. Yeah, I think that there's a lot to be said for that, and I'm not. So great at being that positive beacon, but I'm going to try to do better. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You know, again, I like to ostrich myself um, a lot. So, yeah, well, um, I want to remind you that the first time that you ever sent me an email from your work email, your signature line was beacon of positivity. It's true. It's true. Um, (laughs) But I have to be a beacon of positivity that is aware that shitty shit happens. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. You're uh, a realist, a, a beacon of realist. I, I'm a realistic beacon of positivity, yeah. <laughs> and I will right. beat you down if you... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, no, I think this has been a really great conversation. And thank you for yeah. opening up and sharing your experiences um, and if anyone else has any questions or topics or things they would like to respond to or things they would like to hear more of, uh, please email us at weeklybeddytime at gmail.com or visit us at facebook.com slash weeklybeddytime. Yeah. So there you go. See, I remembered this time. <laughs> Good job. Good job. You said it correctly. I'm like five drinks in and I remembered to do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> All right, Stacey. Well, I love you. I love you too. And I will talk to you next week. Okie dokie. All right. Okay. Bye. Bye. A Hoots Media Production. Hoot, 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 ho